This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi. Hey, what the... What the fuck? I love to start every single one of these as if I am so shocked that you're here. But why would I be shocked? Because you're listening to the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race Recap podcast available to you on the internet. You're watching Drag Her. You might be listening to. Um, and we are continuing our gaggy little series called Fuck My Drag, right? Um, and we're so excited to have another iconic drag queen on today. Um, if you like what you're watching or listening to, go ahead and throw me some coins on my Venmo or PayPal, uh, at Mono Agapian. Hey everyone. Hi Zoe. Hi Clowns. Hey Aphrodite. Hey Band of. Hey Stoner. Hey Jeb. Hey Mark. Hey Sari. Um, thank you so much for joining. I'm so excited to have, uh, an icon with us today. We might ask her like a, a little bit of a drag race question, but then, then we're over it, right? Cause that's the whole point. That's the whole point of the series is to not talk about drag race. Even though it's like pretty fun, right? Pretty fun. Hey bitch. Um, so with no further ado, let me see if our guest is, uh, oh, they haven't. Okay. I'll invite. Um, we are so excited to have the gaggy, the amazing. Let's see if she comes in. Um, oh. It's Jeannie! Hi. Jeannie! Hey, bitch. How are you doing? Did I do the corded headphones thing correctly? Tell me. It looks pretty good. I know, right? It looks good. I like your hair. Thank you very much. I just woke up a little while ago, so Mm. feeling feeling fresh. Feeling fresh? Are Are you a night owl in general? Absolutely. I'll be like, let me just do not. Let me just do things until 6 a.m. I know what you mean. I'm like fighting that instinct because that's like, that's kind of my vibration, but I'm like trying to fight it. I'm not sure why. Well, do you um, get shit done in the morning? When do you get, when do you get things done? I, it's for me, the, the time of getting shit done is like noon to 4 p.m. Okay. Okay. So that's, you gotta be, you gotta be up. So that's why you're trying to fight this night owl thing. Yes. You gotta be awake. Yes. So, Jeannie, we do we do have our own fuck my drag sequence ready. But before we do, we need to talk about your legacy. If people people who listen to this podcast know, you are on Drag Race Thailand season two, XOXO. <laughs> and okay, um, that theme song is amazing. I'm so I, proud of that. <laughs> it is so good. They have. To, I mean, I know they're doing season three. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I hope what's, so. What's the tea? I, listen, season three is long awaited. And uh, listen, I want to see some new girls out there. There's a bunch of amazing talent in Thailand mm-hmm. who's ready to do this. Mm-hmm. We don't know. They don't tell us anything. 
I'm happy to promote it. I will do a fashion photo review. I'll do whatever you need me oh, to do. Oh, you'd be so good. It'd be so much fun, right? Oh. You would be great at it. I also, so something. I want to say that, first of all, if you haven't seen it, it's on WoW Plus. So go watch it right now. It's and then, truly, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. It's, it's one of the best seasons of Drag Race ever. It's, it's wonderful. It's crazy. It's funny. It's great. It's dangerous. People lighting themselves on fire. Dangerous. There are stunts. There are stunts on stunts. It's there, worth it. Bitch, it is some, it, it is some fucking, what's that motherfucker's name? Uh, evil Knievel stunt ass shit. That bitch. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I mean, season three should come out at some point, and then we will ma- we will rejoice in the drag that is Drag Race Thailand. It'll be rejoice. amazing. How was it watching <clears throat> your friend Pangina on UK vs. the World? That was amazing. So, you know, there, there were rumors for a while, so, you know, a bunch mm-hmm. of us kind of knew, but no one talked about it. Um, right. It was amazing to see Pangina. And the thing is, we already knew she was incredibly talented. Anyone who's watched our season or the season before... They've seen her looks. They've seen her yell. They've seen her perform in all her, all her clips, all her history. Um, she's been on television competing for years. Mm-hmm. So way, 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 way long ago. This is like ancient history, but Pangina and Candy uh, Zionide competed on a dance competition years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. That's fun. Yeah. And they became really good friends. And like all of them were, you know, girls in the scene and everything. And so just to see her rise is meteoric. It's amazing. I think we were at a gig. I was at a gig last night with Pangina at the airliner um, with Sharda, Sharda Gay and Cabra Gay and this whole crew over here. (laughs) Love it. This whole thing, this whole thing going on. But she was incredible. Like she, she lights up the whole, no matter how big the space is, she lights up the whole space. So yeah. just watching her on the screen, I'm like, of course you're going to dominate. Of course you're going to win. Well, should have. Of course you're going to make should've it happen. Should have won. <laughs> should have won. Very much should have won. Yeah. Yeah. That was wild. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. Um, well, I mean, I also have to say before we, ta- before we totally fuck our drag, you would be so good on a, a UK versus the world, a, whatever the hell. It, international All-Stars, you would be great on it. Would you do it? I would listen. I would absolutely do it. Thank you for saying that. I would love to do it. I got to get some more outfits ready, but I would love to do it. I yeah, but you can make it. shit, right? I like you know stuff. how to make shit. Mm-hmm. So was, that would, we had we had like three design challenges our season. A lot of a lot of design, a lot of design work. And yeah, for and sure, you I can make it. We made it work. A bunch of us made it work. I made it work. I loved it. Yeah, but yeah. You, but I, w- I would love to be on whatever season comes up, but. Who knows what variation they'll invent next? It could be any, I know. it could be any crazy thing, which I would do. Whatever crazy thing they come up with, I'm down. Here's for my it. pitch: no one speaks the same tongue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so like, one of each. because so, obviously they want they like traditionally are seeking English speakers. But what if they're just like no one can communicate? <laughs> like, <laughs> Absolutely, that would be great. Do, yeah, or to do a version of that circle game show, you know. But we're Ooh. all in different rooms, and then we have to kill each other. Something insane like that. Like I do want, yeah, I do want blood on this on the drag race. Yeah, set. finally. I mean, listen, we need breaking boundaries here. I mean, murder Let's, on the dance floor. Absolutely, okay. absolutely, and the whole, you know, the whole. The whole party monster thing. I mean, it's a part of our legacy to murder people. Let's just let's just make it into a game show. Murder version. is very queer. It's very queer. It's camp. That's what it's murder is. <laughs> I'm gonna say my favorite queer murderer is Eileen Warrenos. Who's that? Um, 
Oh, she's bad. Um, she was um, a really bold. She's one of those serial killers who's like, yeah, I killed him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. One yeah. of those. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I killed him. I killed him really good. <laughs> oh, um, so is that actually we- got caught? Yeah. <laughs> is that actually got caught? I, well, like- I don't know. I mean, whatever. There, there, there's a lot of stories there. She was mistreated as a person. But she was also mentally unwell. Okay. And if you want to see the uh, Charlize Theron plays her in the movie Monster. That's what that movie's about? I hear all the way people talk about, about that Andy movie. Okay, yeah. I got it. I got it now. I'm catching up. <laughs> Before we continue, tell us where we can support you, Jeannie. Uh, where can we support you? Online? Can we send you coins? How can we tip the doll? You can tip me by sending money to paypal.me slash moneyforgenie. Yeah, it's a it's a useful account for all kinds of things. So send money there or just follow me on Instagram uh, at Wish for Genie, which you can see my account right here. And yes. if you're at DragCon next week, come check me out. I yes. have a main stage performance. Yeah, so I have a main stage show. I have um I'm doing some like little intros. I'm hosting a trivia trivia game at some point. I'll post it all on my account, lots of fun stuff. Um, and I'm doing a crazy, stupid, ridiculous thing at my booth where I'm having a green screen background and a green screen dress. And oh we're going to make God. some, we're going to make some stupid, horrible things, which are going to be wonderful. Should I come in all green like this? Yes. If you can, yes. I'm going to try. Like, make it more ridiculous, whatever comes out of that photo. That's but amazing. Come, come I will visit. be there. Okay. I good. will be yeah. there. And I should say, this is a great time to announce that our pod is going to be there. Dragger is going to be there. We're going to be recording live on the floor. We just got permission to do this. Yes. Um, we're just going to be doing weird, weird snippets of interviews and convention goers experiences. So if you're a loud, weird queerdo, um, find me and we'll chit chat. Okay. People are going to okay. come. People are yeah, come. they will. They will. That's going to be fun. So now, now is the time in this pod where I say, fuck my drag, right? Um, fuck your drag, Jeannie. We're not talking about that, okay? We're talking about- Stop bringing about- it up. <laughs> I have already brought it up eight times. <laughs> I, we're going to talk about something else. And when we were chatting, you pitched, we talk about like what made us gay. Yeah, that was, oh, that's a nice, eloquent, podcasty way of doing it that you reformatted it. I like, I like yeah. your version. <laughs> uh, what made us gay? Yeah. Um, listen, I think it's probably some, probably somewhere in the realm of, uh, Muppet Babies for me. Oh, <gasps> Muppet like, Babies. Yeah. Not in yeah. like a sexual way, <laughs> but like in, a, in like a, oh my God. Like it's just cute and like cuddly and, you know, it's like, what's pink her and name? Purple. Aunt Nan, Nanny, Nanny. Uh, What's Nanny. Nanny's name? Is it just Nanny? Maybe Nanny. I don't remember that character. Is that the old one? The legs. The legs. Like, oh, the legs. Okay. Legs. The lady whose legs you only see, and that's nothing more. See, I blocked that whole part out. I'm just like obsessed about Gonzo, like Fozzie Bear, <laughs> and Piggy, Miss Piggy. I mean, Gonzo's nose did kind of leave you hungry for dick at a young age. <laughs> Absolutely. His nose is a dick. It's a penis. It's a full blue penis. And it's like so exotic. It's blue. You know what I mean? <laughs> it does make you thirsty for dick in the Avatar world. Just... Yeah, absolutely. Listen. Listen, we're not going to go into that furry uh, alien Or Dr. World. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan. He's always naked, that blue yeah, absolutely. bastard. Absolutely. And then isn't there the one that wears the trench coat? No, is that a lab coat? Beaker. 
Oh, me, 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 me. I love Beaker. Love a Beaker. He's, yeah, he's, he's iconic. Yes, I did love Muppet Babies. I did respond to that. I'm going to say way better than like, it's the best, like, it was one of the best, like, kitty shows. Yeah. It was it's somehow kitty, but not boring. Yes. It's not like, do you want to count? Yes. One. It's not like that. It was like, oh, yeah. little cute little muffins, like, having adventures. Like, they're really adorable. Yeah, they were having a like, good time. You're like, I want to be there. I don't think I, that's a gay thing, maybe, but it's just like, oh, yeah. they're, co- they're colorful and they have friends. Like, that's very queer. I clicked with Ralph for some reason. Which one's Ralph again? Like, like the dog. The dog. The dog. Oh, right. Yes. I can't tell why. Maybe it's um, your aggression. I would say that. I would say I have a lot of anger issues. And <laughs> Ralph was my uh, muse. That was your outlet. For sure. Uh, well, what made you, you gay? What made me gay? A lot of things. But when you first threw that out at me, I first thought of music and I mm. thought of Shirley Manson and Garbage. Like, are you familiar with Garbage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a formative gay experience for me because I don't know. It was it was that thing of like, um, I, I realized that, that at that time, you know, you grow up and people are asking you do you like girls? Like, are you attracted to girls? And I genuinely didn't understand my queerness yet. And I was like, no, like I I literally was like waiting for it to happen. Um, And then I think she kind of helped me realize like, I don't want to fuck her. Like Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with her, but I don't want to have sex with her. I want to be her. Yeah. I want to control men the way I I perceived she was controlling men mm. with her short skirt and Doc Martens. Mm-hmm. So you looked at her and you're like, you're beautiful, but I can't pinpoint why I feel excited about you. Yeah. And then you, and then you understood the connection. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. It was a, that was a big moment for me. Have you listened to any of their albums? I'm sure many, many years ago. They just have a good mixture of pop stupidity. And um, there's literally a song on the first album called Queer. Oh, that's okay. Okay. just and it's all about it's it's of course they're using it i think in the larger sense of the term mm. like just like queer weird freaks yeah in um, general but i think something about that like welcome to me in of like oh then this is cool like queerness can be glamorized yeah speaking of music do you remember of course you remember tattoo all the things she said love <laughs> tattoo all the things I she said it. all the things she said and, and the Russian friends. versions and the remixes and all, oh, the, all the versions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They also have a song in Japanese, which is so weird. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I need to find out. They that have a one. song called Gomenasai, which is like, why? Um, but I loved Tattoo. That, that first album is fire. It's amazing. They're amazing. And I remember as a, as a child knowing that I was queer. Mm-hmm. And listening to the song, listening to the remixes, and just lamenting. Just lamenting <laughs> all day. That is very gay. <laughs> just like, lamenting. Being, like, sad activity. and emotional, that is very <laughs> gay. Yes, yes. Super cool. I also did that. I also yes. did that. Um, and, like, th- literally with one of the tattoo songs, the one that's like, Can you see me Yes, now? yes. That song. That <laughs> yes. is like so sad and poppy and oh my God. Um, and we're like projecting our queer little emotions into it, into the whole thing. And oh. they also have a song that's about a gay boy. Remember that song? Yes. Like, Machuke? Yes, yes. Uh, they have a lot. That's a running theme. It's a, I mean, they don't, they don't hide it. 
I'm going to listen to Tattoo right after this. Absolutely. Like this just inspired me. Yeah, they're, they, they're fun. Um, and of course, the whole scandal of them like not really being queer. That whole thing, I know. But listen, they were, in today's society, they were, they're trailblazers for people like Harry Styles yeah. and for whoever else. And whoever else wants to wear the things. I don't know about Harry Styles' actual sexuality, but he doesn't talk about it. They don't talk mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And this person does not signal anything to us anymore. But they will goddamn wear queer shit and queer codedness for, yeah, the, for a the, magazine cover. The gay baiting has never been more severe up in here. It's a lot. It's with a the lot. Charlie Puth. With Charlie Puth. Yeah. Charlie P- However uh, he's, he identifies, he loves baiting us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there a Shawn Mendes baiting as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm seeing, he, I'm seeing he, he has that. us wrapped around his long dick and he yes, loves it yes we're all just swinging around there uh i love it okay so music wise tattoo anything else you can remember you were like oh I, I this was a formative gay thing for me okay so my first ever cd like actual cd that i had physically was aqua <gasps> and oh my, yeah my father bought it for me because i loved it on the radio barbie girl mm-hmm. lollipop i just died i just loved it so good. it was like late 90s and i just that was like all like this one was, was like doctor in the title like dr doctor. jones yes. Yes. yes yes i love all of them i love this other band called toy box which has a song called tarzan and jane like that whole oh sweet, yeah i remember that i remember that exactly like, cute like that just i just love that aesthetic euro you love yeah. euro pop Europop, yeah, absolutely. So like, all that music was so fun. Um, so I had Aqua as a CD, and then I had the both the Spice Girls CDs, like mm-hmm. both of them. And then I had the Macarena. Those are my those are the four CDs <laughs> I had. And I would take it- them to school in a little pa- brown paper bag, a little brown paper lunch bag. I would take them to school, and then me and all the girls would listen to the CDs <gasps> when it was raining and we couldn't you go out for recess. Them. Yeah, well, yes, yes. Well, not really. I like I would, I just had them, but like, they oh, were, like okay. a little like you know, the boys would just run away. It'd be me and the girls, and we'd be like, I, oh. I hid my Spice Girl CDs. From I. Who? I don't know. Just in general. <laughs> just in general. <laughs> I was like, I was embarrassed. I knew how gay it made me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I knew how gay it made me. So I was like, uh, um, but, uh, I loved both of those Spice Girl CDs. Mm. I love Aqua. I love all that shit. I love, I even loved Eiffel 65. That's how basic I am. Oh, I loved it too. I loved it yeah. too. I mean, Eiffel 65, blue. Come on. Da-ba-dee. That's CD. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a whole different world. The CG, the CG animations for the music video. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That was. Yo, listen up. Yeah. <laughs> it's classies. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. 
Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earnin is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Can you believe this new Barbie movie says, went on record saying we're not going to use Barbie Girl? How dare they do that? Losers. How dare they do this? That Losers. was part of the whole Barbie thing. I mean, yes. what they're doing in the film is like, it's supposed to be playful and whatever. But that's what Barbie Girl is as a song. It's like taking the thing and making it into a fun thing that's pop culture. That's what yeah. Barbie Girl did. And yes, of course, Barbie was always pop culture, but making it in an accessible, fun, tongue-in-cheek way, that would have been a good choice. But Even listen. the fucking credits, you're not going to put it in the credits. Like, fuck off. Waste of an opportunity. It's a waste of an opportunity. I think they're going to change. I think they're going to change their mind. I really do. I hope so. I hope so. I really do. So remind us, Jeannie, before we keep talking about gay stuff, where can we support you? Oh, okay. Support me at Money for Jeannie. That's my PayPal account. So paypal.me slash Money for Jeannie. And also just follow me uh, at Wish for Jeannie on Instagram and, and like my posts and comment in ways that raise my self-esteem. And just <laughs> tell me that I'm a great person and then everything I do is wonderful and perfect. Yeah. And accept me as, as I am. And that's it. That's all I need from all y'all. <laughs> accept me as I am or not at all. If um, you can't handle me at my genie, you don't deserve me. <laughs> at my lamp? <laughs> at my lamp? I'm, 
Uh, who knows where that was going to go? I live. Well, okay. There's so many other things that made me gay. We were talking about, okay. Have you seen the new Abercrombie and Fitch documentary yet? Oh, the one about the, the one about the dude who ran it. Yeah. You have to watch it. I have it's not called seen White it Hot. It is fascinating. Okay. And they talk, they, they, they encapsulate obviously that there was so much, there, there was a lot of queerness and toxic, very mm. toxic behavior involved. But they also talk about how, like, obviously, like, the queer tastemakers packaged these insanely gorgeous, gorgeous athletic men Mm -hmm. in a queer and straight way. And that was kind of the genius of the psychology was it was like it was like straight guys doing gay stuff. And it like, of course, beep, 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 got right into my brain. Mm -hmm, And I think. mm -hmm. They basically they knew what they were doing. Did any of those images affect you as a youngling? Uh, listen, it's all a, it's all a blur between Abercrombie, Hollister, like the scent. Mm-hmm. All of mm-hmm. it is like a, it's a it's a certain. I get it, and it makes sense the way you've described it, and what what's I guess in the documentary too, right? Because mm-hmm. all, all that was very um, the teen the teen boy you lust after at that age. Ugh. Like he smells like this, he looks like this. He he's at the border of queer and straight. You don't even barely totally. know what queer is at the time, and you're like, "Oh my god, that guy's yeah. so hot!" But he has this like, you know, he has this like um, sensibility that it's like mm-hmm. the definition of teen boy sex at that time. You know, like it's, <sighs> it's like they concentrated it in the scent, in the look, in the visuals, <laughs> and they sold it to us. It makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. And I feel like I I stayed far away from it though. I was like. Mm. I can't talk to people who do this. Where this it was like, I don't know what that world looks like. It's weird. Yeah, I definitely like seduced. I, I seduced myself. You know what I mean? Because it was like, like in Sleeping Beauty, where she's like trying to touch the spindle. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I literally like I'm trying to hurt myself by getting closer to this thing that's going to hurt me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's dangerous. You can get hurt. You can get hurt in this world. One time I walked into a Hollister with my cousin. No, not a Hollister. Yeah, a Hollister with my cousin Nikita. We walked in. We were like, we don't shop here. We were like gothy. Like we shopped at Hot Topic and stuff. We Mm -hmm. were like, we don't go here. We walked into the Hollister just for no reason. And there was like these, you know, those screens that are like in the different panels and stuff. I think one of the screens had this image and it just flashed the image and it flashed the guy. And then a screen came up that was like a super, like a title card. And it was like, do you belong? And we were like, ah, we just screamed and ran out. And I think it was literally, like, I think it was like an ad for like sign up to work here. Like, do you belong on the team? Like, and we just saw, do that you belong? Is, we, we ran away. We that like, is so belong. funny that it was like a horror movie for you. Yes. Like, they I mean, that's knew a we were horror movie. They knew we entered their store and they were like, play the, play the card. Do you belong? Um, Scare them out of here. Get them out of here. There is like a really powerful gay version of Get Out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. it's like, Come on in, brother. And you're slowly being like fucking, you're getting slowly therapized to become mm-hmm. straight. Absolutely. Um, and wearing yeah. polos like that and like that whole thing. It's a lot. It's a lot of pressure in there. It's a lot. It's a lot. I wish, I mean, I'm so glad that queer people are being queerer now. But like for years, we were, you know, I mean, we still battle with it. But when you're like, you're, when you're a self-hating gay who's trying to prove how masculine you are, like, can you believe how much energy is wasted on that? Absolutely. Do you have, do you have like, do you have like male cousins in your family? Yes. 
And did was it like, did you experience this kind of thing around like the things that they like versus what you like, the things that you watch versus what they watch? Because that was totally experience for me. Even my brother, like even my brother, it was just like, we are great now. But like growing mm. up, like there was just so much tension because like there was tension and there was fights because we were just so genuinely different. And I hated the way he behaved mm. and he hated or didn't like the way I behaved, you know? So we were just butting heads all the time because he is like, he is a classic alpha male. And mm. I thought it was, it was horrible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yes, tell me about your experience. It's the same. I mean, how you described it is like, you get, a, you get irritated at each other because you don't like the same things. And if and they're you around, can't understand why they you are don't acting get it. the way they're acting. Yeah, but the annoying part is that their thing is like widely accepted by everyone else. So like when they're looking at your thing, they are judging you. Not only are they judging the thing that you like or how you behave or what you listen to or what you do, they're judging it and they're like distanced from it because they don't want to be near it, right? So they're not going to engage with you about like, oh, the music or the thing or what you're doing, but they'll just kind of like be far away and just be like, there's a distance to it too, which I thought mm-hmm. that's the part that's really annoying because I don't, I don't know, you might've been like this as a kid too, but like, when you have your, the straight cousins and the straight friends and whatever people, the, the boys, right? You still try a little bit. Like, I still try a little bit to oh, be like, yeah. oh, you're into like wrestling or WrestleMania, whatever shit. Like, okay. Like, first, first of all, that's very queer. All that stuff is very gay as well. Very gay. I remember being very yeah. excited by what was hiding in these men's speedos. So yeah. Like, I mean, that part is thrilling as well. And the costumes and the hair and the, and there's like the theater in China, the theatricality. Exactly. Oh, I remember you're, like, China. Yeah, and they're like, that's, these are like super, these are like queer coded superheroes. Like some drag, of them are. are. Kidding, Razor Ramon is drag. Yeah, Razor absolutely, Ramon is absolutely, drag. absolutely. All of them, all of them. There's rhinestones, yeah. it's all kinds of shit. The Undertaker, yeah. drag. <laughs> the Undertaker, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> <Drag>. absolutely. <laughs> the Rock, still drag. Drag. Drag, yeah. absolutely. The like, Rock. I know you mean, well, as kids, you like, we grow up, we, this is why we're so adaptable and why we're amazing. We grow up learning, like constantly learning their language. Yeah. They, they don't do the same for they us. They have no idea. They have no idea what yeah. to do. They don't know what to do when they encounter. I forget sometimes. I'm like, oh, I meet straight people. Even now, I'm like, you don't know what to do with us sometimes. I know. Like when, when it's like, for example, when a queer event happens at a normally a straight bar or something or a straight venue, you'll see, like, you know, you've seen it too, where you'll walk in. There's a lot of us all of a sudden, and then the bartender is like, oh, like you just see his panic. He's just panicked that there's so many of us, and he's never talked to this many at the same time. Yeah. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. And then as we were kids, like far more, far more extreme, far more extreme. And when you meet people and you just, um, you just, you just can't hide the gayness. It's just yeah. like, it's palpable. It's, t- it's a tactile thing. I literally, so it's funny you should say this because I just the other day did this on purpose where I was going to the airport and I literally was like, let me wear the gayest thing I have so people leave me the fuck alone. Good. Use it as a weapon. (laughs) Yes. I have this amazing shirt that I was gifted from Diamond in the Rough Clothing, this amazing uh, listener of the pod who does like queer Disney inspired clothing. And it says, oh, pit crew. And it's just like. Uh, you know, it's like a Tarzan and a few other of the mm-hmm. handsome Disney princes just in like little jock straps. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, I love that. And I wore it on purpose to be like, <laughs> leave 
me alone. <laughs> like, or, or the other great option is, it, come talk is to this me. interesting to you? Yeah. Then, yeah. then I want to talk to you. Yeah. Come join yeah. the podcast. We'll talk to you. Yeah. Talk with the airport person. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on down. It's been quite a journey from shy to uh, uh, extroverted, like devil may care day. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I mean, did you did you meet anybody? Did anyone come talk to you? No, <laughs> absolutely not. They were like, no, <laughs> TSA is like, oh, let them through. Yeah, let them through. Oh my god, Fine. I did get my chest padded down though. It was like. Okay. What you checking for over there? Okay, Randy. Um, <laughs> well, okay, here's some, let's talk about divas really quickly because look, there's a lot of divas that made us gay. Mm-hmm. Do you have a number one diva? Oh, I have to say Lenny Nystrom from Aqua. I love that. What is, that is I, my number one diva. That's your number one diva work. She's just so, I mean, I just love Aqua too much. I can't stop myself. They're but, amazing. You know, pl- plenty I of saw them, by the way, recently. What, where, when? Did you, you saw them perform? In Canada, there was this oh, like big yes. nostalgia the tour. The 90s thing. Do you go yeah. to that? I wanted to go to that. I, I went, know. me and my lovely friend, Bessie Sadara went. That's amazing. Had the best time. Uh, it was cool there too, because like the culture is a little different in Canada and like they enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know? it's happening in Europe. That, that whole that concert is happening yeah. in Europe too. Why don't we get it in America? It's so sad here in America. Jesus. Maybe soon. Maybe with things reopening, it'll happen. We need to. We need to bug the people at the Nostalgia Tour. Yeah, then, bring them over here. That we also obviously saw Venga Boys. Yes, of course, love Venga Boys. Alice have, DJ. Alice DJ. Did they have chips? I don't think they did. Oh, I love all those bands, but they have a many, many. Right? They were good. I love all these weird ones. Um. Hi, listeners. Here to tell you about a very important organization called Al Otro Lado, which helps to reunify families which have been ripped apart due to our country's cruel border policies. As you know, since 2018, many people have been suffering through these policies, which have taken children away from their parents. And Al Otro Lado is working to reunify families. They've already reunified over 100 refugee families and they create legal and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the United States and Tijuana. We want you to get involved today. Help me support Al Otro Lado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otro Lado in the description of this episode below or go to gum.fm slash charity and donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. That's A-L-O-T-R-O-L-A-D-O dot org slash volunteer. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp 
allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de decrap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go visit BetterHelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Okay, so I'm going to ask you some V questions. This diva V, this diva, okay, and you okay. pick one. Let's do it. I'm ready. Kylie Minogue V Madonna. Kylie Minogue, of course. Tell me, yes, and keep, tell me why. So you know that song, um, I believe in you, I believe in That's <laughs> yes. like, she's dancing into like a rainbow sphere. That's yes. amazing. She's yes. just, everything she does is so rainbow. And like, just like in her, vo- her voice quality too, is like, it tastes like Skittles. Like, it's just delicious. Taste the rainbow. It's it's really good. It is. She is, I would say, she's easier to, I mean, there's nothing to defend. With Madonna, you have to kind of defend it. You have to be like, look, she was an icon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Don't pay attention to what she's doing now. But with Kylie, you're just like, it's just like, it's like sorbet. It's just like, it just makes your palate cleaner. And effortless. She's effortlessly, and it might be her team, it might be her marketing, it might be whatever. But yeah. Like she did the song recently with Years and Years, which I'm obsessed with. I forget which song. Yes. But it's just like really good. It's just really good. And it's just like, it's ugh, good. Delicious. It's just delicious. That whole Kylie. early 2000s Kylie era of like in your eyes, mm-hmm. come into my world, mm-hmm. uh, can't get you out of my head. I'm just like, <sighs> can't get you out of my head. Oh my God. Mind blown. Okay. Britney v. Christina. Britney. It has yeah. to be Britney. I have too many Britney albums to not pick Britney. Just Britney's pop songs are more fun. Yeah, absolutely. Except Christina has done a new Spanish language only album, which dropped recently. Mm. And it's pretty good. I heard the song Ozuna and it's really cool. Yeah. Como Yo is also really good. If anyone does any Spanish lip syncs, like do it. We're not talking about drag, but just saying, I love to see like multiple language lip syncs. And I feel like we don't do that enough. Mm -hmm. And so check out that album, y'all, because it's good. How about this? Janet Jackson v. Celine Dion. It has to be Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. It must be because she was wronged and we know she was wrong. She was so wrong. What the that fuck? Whole thing is unfair. You know, one time a year, a couple of years ago in my day job, I work in, in marketing. We had pitched for an auto brand. We had pitched an idea and my team and I had pitched an idea to um, bring Janet back for the Super Bowl. And mm-hmm. bring her back in a major way and like make this whole thing about like attitude and like, like it was like a whole good thing, like stylish, cool idea. And they were like, mm, and I won't say which auto brand it is, but they were like, mm, I don't think, I don't think she's the person we want as the face of our brand. And we were like, what the fuck are you saying to us? It was like clearly like racial undertones and like, of course, just, it was like really bad. So we were like, fuck y'all, fuck all y'all. We told them directly. We did not work with that client, but 
It was like, imagine if we had brought Janet back for the Super Bowl uh, and like a and like a stunty kind been of an like iconic conversation. Yeah, it would have been. That would be like the Super Bowl spot of the year. There might there they might be ready because I don't know. I think people are starting to have more conversations about how like um quite frankly, white people get to be complicated and make mistakes and mm-hmm. white men, white men especially get to make mistakes and it's like, oh, they're interesting. Like your Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Huge, has made huge mistakes and is effortlessly, effortlessly stepped back into the spotlight as one of the most successful movie stars in the world. Oh, of course, of course. Um, but not same is not given for women, especially women of color. Yeah, yeah. It's the whole, even on TV, we can see like the characters we can see on in scripted series a lot of white antiheroes, but not a lot of people of color antiheroes because mm-hmm. God, would that break the camel? Would that be the straw that breaks the camel's back if they're a person of color and they're horrible and kind of evil, maybe? Like, that right. would make it unwatchable for this audience. Like, it would just, I can't even tell you. I've already, as, a, as someone who's written in the industry, I've had that conversation with white gatekeepers a couple of times mm-hmm. and urged them to make to allow us to have people of color who are complicated. Yeah. And instead they cast a white person yes. uh, because they would rather have a white actor play a villain, give that money to a white actor as opposed to give that opportunity to a person of color and like, be like, Oh wait, are we yeah. being the problem? It's like, no, yeah. you're, you're not. Uh, Let us have equal people. Listen, people <sighs> ready to hate us. Let's capture it. Let's capture that and use it to our advantage. At least we can monetize yeah. it. Yeah. Just give us the part. <laughs> give us the play part. I will have to play a dumb, stupid, crazy, maniacal, whatever kind of villain they want me to. I want to see it. it. I'm I want to see it. Oh my God. I would be such a good villain, wouldn't I? Oh, when, it would be horrible. When you come horrible. back on some season of Drag Race, I hope you're the villain. Absolutely. Like a, like a crazy, like, um, a crazy, like, uh, like, like her, her or she, is it she from Powerpuff Girls? Oh yeah, yeah yeah. yeah. I live. I forget one of those. But is that the the devil with the claws? The, yes, the her? lobster devil. Yeah yes, yeah yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, yeah. Love that. Just like oh, 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 oh. that dramatic, one. dramatic, yeah. absolutely dramatic. Or like that character from Sherlock, the the evil one in Sherlock. He's very. It's like this. Um, he's like the evil guy, but he's like he's like super queer coded. He's like very like dramatic and just like. <laughs> It's just like crazy, you know, and I just love it. Yeah. That's the kind of villain we need on TV. I love those kinds of stupid, over the top, like Cesar Romero as the Joker. Like, mm-hmm. hello. Yeah, we need more. Um, every, more every, every Legend of Zelda drag queen that's like, <laughs> that like boss. Wait, did you play Breath of the Wild? I did. I loved it. I'm obsessed with those big old fat titty ladies who just go, uh, oh, yeah. Them. Yes. Yes. What's their yes. name? I don't know. What are they about? I don't know what they're about. Uh, I forgot now. I oh, the the, fa- the big the big sexual fairies. The big fairies. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I love those. Them. Are super queer coded for sure. I mean, it's they not, are fully drag queens. They're drag queens. It's like yeah. it's not sexy. It's it's like a, a parody of gender expression. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's garish. It's like most drag <laughs> nowadays. You know, it's just it's just gaudy Gosh. colors. Bad yes. ideas. Bad ideas. I live. Well, and okay. The little, the little Kokiri. I love the little leaf characters that are a little cute. Oh, co- that is, yeah, they're, they're the, um, they're, well, they're the BDSM. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mask. Kit. 
Yeah, yeah the masks of it all. Instead of leaf paddles, little like right. twitch. They love hiding under rocks. And yeah. it's like, just for what? For their own pain and pleasure? I, yeah, I think they were like a sub-bottom who got left behind or something. <laughs> something like that happened. Jeannie, um, tell us again where we can support you before we say ta-ta. Okay, please support me at paypal.me slash Genie. It's a pretty direct title for the PayPal link. I think it keeps, keeps impression people's mind. You know, we know exactly what to do. Money uh, and then, for Genie. Money for Genie. And, uh, and then follow me here at this account at Wish for Genie. And, and go like and comment on things. And, and follow my journey at DragCon. You'll see lots of fun photos. And if you're <gasps> at DragCon, come visit my booth. Uh, yes. me, and, me and Mocha Diva have booths right across <gasps> from Pangina Hills. So we'll be there. It'll be fun times. Yeah, we have a little like diversity. Inclusion. Diversity. Beauty. Diversity. Equality. And they put beauty. They put beauty on me, and I was like, "What are you trying to say? Are you trying to say like accept all kinds of beauty, or like correcting? <laughs> are you saying I'm beautiful? Or are you saying I'm not beautiful? Bitch, but, like, I think they're just saying you're beautiful. Okay, fine. I'll accept this. I'll accept that answer. It's fine. Oh, it's fine. Love. Don't overanalyze it. <laughs> I live. So, um, if you like what you're listening to, you can also throw me coins at my name, Mono Gapian, Venmo and PayPal. If you like drag her, make sure to follow us on Instagram at drag her podcast. Go ahead and give us five stars on the Apple podcast and the Spotify, wherever you listen, it helps keep the lights on. If you're a drag con, come find us. We'll be there being stupid as hell. That's all I have to say. Five stars. Till next time. Five stars, baby. Five. Get em. Get em. Till next time, Jeannie. Let the music play. That was a HeadGum original.